Look out the window, guys. It's a fire truck. We turn around. Ooh, tiger's hunting. <laughs> yeah, any beast power? Oh, this kid. <laughs> anyway, are you guys ready to play or what? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a show all about the board game Spirit Island. Here we'll talk about analytics and strategies within the game, as well as a plethora of other topics that can be found within it. You've heard our all-star teams, but now it's time to look at all the data from the survey. This is going to get real spicy. It's going to be awesome. Let's go. Okay, here comes the fun part. Yeah, I feel like people tolerate our opinions. We're like, let's see what the community has to say. (laughs) I did have a lot of fun with this literal team building exercise to come up with these awesome all-star teams. I hope you enjoyed hearing all about ours. But I think the majority of the fun is to see what everyone else got to say. I think, yeah, people had some fun building their own teams Mm -hmm. in their way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go and waste no time and get right into it. Jump in. First position. That's right. So what we're going to do here is, upon looking at this sea of feedback, (laughs) that we got which is awesome thank you by the way ardently for all the feedback that you guys gave many comments just so much information and here this is an audio medium you can't see us you can't see a chart you're just listening to us so how do we convey this information how do we convey all these teams and whatnot so we We can like use sound effects to make it sound fun Like a disc jockey on like right, late right, radio. Right. <laughs> like blues clues. Yeah. Like, who got the best profits, kids? <laughs> Draw a circle. <laughs> anyway, so we thought that the best way to convey the information like this is to break it down by the role. So offense, control, fear, defense, utility, and look at how many various spirits made it on to people's teams. So we're going to look at the offense category. Okay. Which spirits made it on every voter's offense category? category, then control, then fear, and defense, utility, that kind of thing. And what I would do, y'all, honestly, is I would highly recommend actually looking at these surveys because it is so much easier to understand these kinds of lists when you could see it with your eyes. Obviously, if you have a good ear and you can picture all the teams in your head, awesome, fine, perfect. Yeah, but still me, listen to us. Yeah. We need the clicks. <laughs> Just play it in the background. You don't even have to listen. No, 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 no. Don't listen to it. What I'm saying is, for me personally, I'm a visual learner. So mm. I like to see something yeah. while also being able to listen to it. So I'm going to put a link to each of these surveys in the description of this episode so you can actually look at everyone's teams mm-hmm. in their entirety. Because I think it's easier to actually look at it as opposed to hearing it only. But that's just me. So if you're like me and you like to look at it too, I would encourage you, if you have some time and you're curious and you're interested in it to look at all of these things on the surveys and like I said I'll put the link in the description there for whether it be Facebook or mm-hmm. Reddit or Board Game Geek or whatnot and you can keep the conversation going because people are talking about like oh you picked Ocean here yeah. or Wildfire what a yeah. fun choice or this was your utility people are right. having a conversation so it is fun to have that right and people go back and forth with conversations within the polls that those comments aren't actual votes sure so there are a lot of conversational dialogue that is being exchanged back and forth between pieces. It's really cool to see sometimes, but the Definitely. conversational stuff we don't cover here because
because we're going the over data. the votes. Yeah, the data here. But like I said, I'd encourage you to go ahead and check those out. Mm-hmm. If you have some free time and you're interested in that thing and you want to learn more truth about various matchups and various comments that people had or clarifications that people had in their comments. It's a good way to meet fellow Spirit Island yeah. lovers, make some yeah. new friends. Yeah, it's a really good way to just kind of get, you know, instead of your toes wet, maybe like get your shins and mm. you know, get your legs mm-hmm. more into the deep end of the pool to get more indoctrinated to the truth of all of these numbers too. So if you're looking for more additional truths behind the data, I totally, totally recommend you guys checking out the actual things. But <gasps> enough dilly-dallying. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Starting at offense. That's right. <laughs> so looking at everyone's attackers, this is one of the most interesting and probably, in my opinion, one of the most diverse categories yeah. because there are a lot of attackers. We had to keep it to a top five only because there was, you know, spirits that yeah. got some votes, but we mm-hmm. tried to keep it to a top five because literally you can make an argument that anyone could be mm-hmm. pretty good offensively. Mm-hmm. So in fifth place, 3% of all the voters had Lure, Starlight, oh. and Lightning as their attack. Read a three-way tie. Are you going to argue about Starlight? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with Starlight. Whether it be offense, control, fear, defense, or utility. It's like, oh, hey, look, the Starlight again. Oh, hey, look, the Starlight again. Oh, hey, look, the Starlight again. <laughs> it can, hey, look, it can make all these and be like, well, I can't say no. <laughs> Remember in Inside Out when they were talking about Deja Vu? And, oh, hey, look, there's Deja Vu. Yeah. And, oh, hey, there's memory processing. And, oh, there's Deja, deja Vu. vu. Like, <laughs> like, wait, whoa, that just happened. <laughs> right. So Starlight's the Deja Vu here. I'm actually really encouraged to see that Starlight. Starlight made it on people's all-star oh, offense. As their top offensive spirit. Right. Only 3% of the voters it's, did this, but still. a few still, votes. Still a few votes. Starlight being the number one attacker for them. Wow. There is where you can do damage in the growth phase similar to, to Wildfire. It doesn't stack as much as Wildfire. Sure. I think it only caps out at two damage, right. but still, good. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I was actually really encouraged by that. Like, sweet. Yeah, it's good for Starlight. Now, Lure doesn't strike me as an attacker. Now, don't get me wrong. It can break them down. Lure has some awesome attacking potential. That I do not disregard at all. But Lure surpassing a bunch of other actual attackers? Like, sure. Huh, how about that? When I think of Lure, I think of more of a defending, controlling, manipulating kind of character that has damage and fear on the side. Yeah. And I think again, Badlands L- always help and Lure oh, spits sure. out Badlands. Yep. And Lure can do pretty much everything. So Lure, <laughs> you know, is kind of like a jack-of-all-trades kind of spirit anyway. So it's not super confusing because we're, you know, we're going to see him later, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think their summary of powers is super even. Right. If you look yeah, at it, it's just no, like for real, for even real. four bars. But once again, just like Starlight, like, wow, Lure, of all the voters out there, of all the peeps that commented on our surveys, 3% of all the voters said, said Lure. that Lure yeah. was their attacker. Lightning, though, definitely makes sense. The original, right? That is the OG, just balls to the wall. Blow them uh, up. Building attacker. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely relentless against fighting buildings. Unless and they're on their downturn. <laughs> Unless they're reloading. <laughs> but, you know, Lightning was the very first attacker I ever used. Same. I have a lot of very fond memories with Lightning. Especially if you can take out, like, three towns oh, in one so land. so great. When you can get a high-level Thundering Destruction, you'd be like, bam, there that, goes two towns and a city. That feeling is similar to, like, a cast-down as a new player. Yeah. I know it's not cast-down yeah. Brian Deep flipping a board. Right, because you're like, and that's one fear, and that's two fear, and that's one fear, and, like, and it's all a brand new up. player, you feel so powerful. It's so great. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun mm. emotion to have from Lightning. Mm-hmm. So that is your fifth place. A three-way tie between Lightning, Lure, and Starlight. Jumping up to fourth place, we have yet another tie, this time with four oh. peeps. We're going to see a lot of ties. Okay. <laughs> 6% of all the voters voted for these individuals. 
immense lightning, oh, sharp fangs, nice. ocean, and vengeance. What? Now, this is a interesting. I group. see two of these as genuine attackers more than I do the others. That said, all of them have very good offense. Immense lightning can do so much damage. It feels like the big brother to base lightning. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a little bit stronger. Right. Lightning may be the famous brother, but immense lightning is like the powerful brother. You're you the know? bulkier one. <laughs> the Boromir to the Faramir kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already said the joke of just like one light. <laughs> Do we ever say that on the podcast? The Denethor one? Yeah. Yes. If this post gets at least one like, then I'll send Faramir to retake Osgiliath. Send- and then Denethor likes his own post. Then top comment, Denethor again, say no more. <laughs> It's one of the funniest I memes. Love that one. I'm sure you've seen the one where you see that one traffic sign that says "Drive as if your kids live here," and it's Dunathor behind the wheel, just doo doo doo, and you see a fireman floors it, just flattens, heels out. Fireman's just plastered on the hood of the car. Okay, back to Spirit Island. Sorry. Okay. Immense Lightning being the older brother, you know, Immense Lightning, I think, depends a little bit more on your car draw. Sure. I think, but the capability to just sling majors out there, Immense Lightning has such a great platform for destruction. Yeah. You know, if you can find a volcanic eruption, if you can find Talons of Lightning, Storm Swath, I mean, the list of good majors that kill people are very long. Yeah, those are nice ones. But you can go and grab so many of those kind of cards and with ease wield them effectively and just go ham. So that doesn't surprise me at all. I want to hear about the two you don't see. So we're getting there. (laughs) Anyway, Fangs is good. (laughs) Vengeance, totally see it. Okay. Vengeance, you know, we've talked before. They were my top pick. They were. They were your attacker for your team. Vengeance is a character who I believe requires you to set the board a little bit Mm -hmm. to your own preferential environment. Get the blade out there. Yeah, once you have your setup realized, then you can just go absolute ham. Mm -hmm. And the ease of damage that you get, it can't be ignored. It's just once you have everything down, you have your disease out there, you got your blight, right, you got the table set, then it's just killing spree. Yep, time for dinner. <laughs> and you just go ham. It's great. I definitely see it. Now, Vengeance also comes as an attacker. Some people might not be thinking, hey, sure, Vengeance is a good attacker, but Vengeance has strings attached. Vengeance also means you're going to have a lot of blight out there. Probably so a blighted people, island. Right, might have built that consideration into their teams. It'll be really cool to see everyone's comments to see how their various teams are built with other peeps. That's one of the things I thought was really cool about this all-star thing was seeing how everyone interpreted the question Mm -hmm. because some people were looking at the question as who is simply just the best in each category regardless of synergy just the individual yep some people like me went and looked at who's the best with synergy being Mm -hmm. a big factor and i think it's kind of cool i don't think there's a right or wrong here i think it's really cool to see the opinions of people and how that one consideration can like completely change the results of the poll some people were like laura and just like i'm just gonna cram what i like into this team. And that's Square fine. peg round yeah. hole. Right. Laura, we need five people. Damn, I'm getting there. <laughs> is that utility? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> so then we have Fangs and Ocean. Now these are the two attackers that I don't look at as purely mm. attackers. I'm not saying they don't have offense. They have great offense. But I look at these characters as multifaceted peeps that have much more to offer than offense. So seeing them as your attacker was like, huh. 
Because I think Ocean has very good fear generation. Yeah. Oh, but I yes. think Fangs has great control and fear. Yes. So it's not like these characters are exclusively offense. Now I know, like I said before, this whole all-star list doesn't mean that every person who is on a certain role has to 100% exemplify that mm. one thing to a T while also not having any other kind of thing. Because you know me, I like my jack-of-all-trades and I love Sharp Fangs. So Sharp Fangs, in the same way Vengeance, has two and eights that can do damage. Fantastic. Yeah. I've seen Fangs just carry the team not only with fear but with offense also mm-hmm. I've talked about the aggressive build with Fangs which makes them just this absolute powerhouse and it's phenomenal and trust me I love it and so I was very happy to see Fangs on here yeah on the top five list right and so some people might say well wait like Fangs doesn't nearly reach the numbers as quickly or as consistently as other people very true I would definitely not disagree with that statement but I'd also like to also refer to my past statement which is doing small amounts of damage where it's needed will always be better, in my opinion, than doing big amounts of damage where eh, maybe you didn't need so much. And they bring more to the table, like you're saying. Yeah. So because this is a personalized list, people might think yep. like Thunderspeaker, yes, is maybe the best at offense. Right. But for me, I'm really good at Fangs and I like what they bring to the table more than just offense. Right. So dear listener, which is more valuable to you? An efficient attacker or just an attacker that just gets crazy high numbers? Mm-hmm. To me, I like efficient attackers. People that do low damage, but can get that low damage in specific places. You know, Laura just likes the big boom. She loves loves the volcanic 10 presence (laughs) explosions. Bam. She's not about the little eruptions. Right, the towering wrath with Keeper and doing like, there's 10 damage. There's 8. Like this. 60 damage with Thunderspeaker. (laughs) She loves it. She loves those. And that's awesome. That's fine. I think, like I said, there is no right or wrong answer here. It's fun to see where people's opinions lie. But what if you didn't need to use use all that if you didn't allow the game to get to yeah. that point mm. what if you didn't allow four cities and land because you were things right. taking off explorers right and same with ocean like you can go ham oh yeah just on the drown coast. cities right and you can go ham inland once you get cards and sure. you know lucky things Fine to reach let you grasp. get there yeah. but you know that takes time there's considerations here and there but oh my goodness just like vengeance ocean once ocean gets their setup man they can just go oh, absolute yeah. ham once their setup is pulling inland peeps to the coast or having friends push inland peeps to the coast and just simply having bad guys on the coast yeah. and you're in your good rhythm of tied in tied out you're just like bam and just grabbing people explore Tyler, card. Boom, give me that town yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> explore card right coastal lands nice yeah, <laughs> perfect <laughs> finally it's like mr incredible and he cracks his back when he goes to that island at the beginning and he's just like Showtime. Yeah. <laughs> and my time has arrived. That's right. So immense lightning, fangs, ocean, and vengeance. Fangs and ocean, I don't consider to be pure pure attackers. I think that they are more multifaceted, which is why I actually prefer them in mm. most usual cases mm-hmm. over singular focus spirits. But in this all-star exercise kind of puts a spotlight on the singular focus. Yeah. So I thought it was very interesting. All right. Now let's go to our top three, our bronze medalist at 16%. We went from 3% to 6%, now 16%. So a large jump in the numbers here. All you peeps out there had Volcano looming high. You will be loving Volcano. I love Volcano. I'm very glad to see a brand new Jagged Earth spirit this high. It's the new thing on the block. Yeah, and not everyone has it. Right. Jagged Earth hasn't been out for nearly as long as the other content, so Volcano is new. So on one hand, the downside is that not everyone has experience with this spirit. On the plus side, since it is new, there's a level of hype there, perhaps. So it's kind of cool to see how... Both coins, both sides. Right. Availability is like... "Mm." 
excitement. But hype is like, yeah. yeah. So 16% of all peeps, I got to say, every time I play with Volcano, I have just an absolute blast. You're like, wait, <laughs> I can do this. Uh-uh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> when I was forming that sentence in my head, I was like, oh, hey, this is going to work out this as well. Per- <laughs> Perfecto. But no, seriously, I've had so much fun with Volcano. Attacking it is so two great. lands. Yes. Two lands right oh, Two lands all the time is fantastic. Well, the way you play it all the time. Yeah. Some I, people like to wait. And, and build that's up. totally fine. Either way, regardless if you blow up often with smaller explosions or explode hugely, one thing that's consistent regardless of your approach to that character is you will be attacking multiple lands all the time. Yes. So whether it's one land and all the adjacent ones, or you pick one land and the mountain that you are spitting it from, and you're just dripping it all over the yeah. bad guys who are on top of you. Another oh my crazy goodness. thematic spirit yeah. of just like building your volcano, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the area yeah. of effect because yep. you're erupting lava everywhere. Completely off topic, magma? but if is huh? it magma, lava. Lava and magma are two different things. I think magma is before it erupts. Okay. Lava is after it has like come out. Cool. I think I could be completely wrong. No idea. So. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> science. <laughs> A quick Google search will clear this up really quick. I was right. (laughs) Scientists use the term magma for molten rock that is underground, while lava is molten rock that breaks through the Earth's surface. Oh, okay. There you go. Lava flows. That's right. So anyway, this is off topic, but if you find gold's allure in the deck while you're playing as Volcano, grab it. Grab it immediately. You gather and explore and a town to a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's too bad that I coexist on mountains <laughs> and I slather lava I can, on bad guys who are on my mountains. And I can only go to mountains. Yeah. <laughs> so fantastic car. Go to lure. They're like digging, finding gold, and someone's tapping on their shoulder. They turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Lava. Yeah. So we'll get into more volcano strategies later as far as how to play them well and whatnot. But just simply put, volcano dedicated attacker unfortunately does have a lot of Dahan friendly fire, which I'm not a fan of. But when you don't need to hunt and you're just like... Yeah, just like slathering the defense, land in molten right. rocks. You're just like, well, if I kill everyone, did I really need them? <laughs> <laughs> just indifference, really. So I totally see Volcano making it to bronze mm-hmm. medal in third place. I totally see it. That's high. Very that, high. This is very prestigious. Mm-hmm. On to our silver medalist with 19%, which is just a little bit more than Volcano, comes in Thunderspeaker. What? Not gonna lie, I was decently surprised that Thunderspeaker didn't take the top. Dethroned? I wouldn't say dethroned. They definitely deserve to be in the top three. They can move around and they have access to probably the easiest conveyance of a lot of damage. Yeah. When you think of a ton of damage, Serpent and Thunderspeaker come to mind. Thunderspeaker does a lot of damage in one spot where Serpent can do a ton of damage in many spots. Mm. So like we've had a game where Thunderspeaker did 65 damage. Yeah. It was in one land. I've had games where Serpent did 57 damage in 14 lands. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 65 damage, 57, that's stupid high amounts of damage. But one of them was in 14 lands, one of them was in one land. So, it's interesting to see, like I said before, how these votes are going to convey people's opinions on which they prefer. You know, 
Thunderspeaker has access to some of the best offense in the game, but also has a lot of strings attached. It depends on how much presence you have. It depends on how much Dahan you have. Depends on where those Dahan are. Mm -hmm. So you need to do the whole timing and manipulation of when Dahan are in certain places and getting them over to certain places. But you have to make sure that you keep them safe because if they die, so do you. There it is. So, you know, you need all of these things to help your multiplier get up because manifestation of power and glory is each Dahan does damage equal to how much presence you have. So if you have four presence in a land and you have four Dahan there, Whoa. you're getting a ton of damage. But the thing is, is your multipliers and your addition and your multiplication tables are going to be really hindered once both Dahan and your presence are getting smacked. So yeah. the thing is, is it's not super hard for bad guys to kill your presence anyway in the game. And Dahan. Because sometimes an event shows up that adds a blight and you're like, crap, yeah. I just died. Or bad guys. sometimes within those choice events, if it is a blight, like mm-hmm. add a blight or destroy two of your presence. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I don't want to do either because the blight will kill my presence mm-hmm. or I have to destroy presence to stop the right. blight. There are a plethora of unfortunate ways that you can get killed. Yes. And Thunderspeaker has plus one additional way that you can get killed. It sounds very scary at first, but don't be afraid of playing Thunderspeaker. What I'm saying is you just simply have to be mindful of these you things. You hit the nail on the head. When I first got the game, I remember playing with you and then we got it for ourselves. You know, you're looking through all the spares like, who do I want to play next? I play the low complexities. I want yeah. to, yeah, kind of graduate, move on. I looked at Thunderspeaker. You see there's so many powers. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Look how fun this is. Mm-hmm. Moving with the Dahan. And then I read that special rule. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's scary. Because <laughs> I'm not too good at this game. So right. I lose Dahan. I don't right. always defend. Right. And I've gotten better, but they were meat shields. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I was just not good at the game. Right, right. And I was losing Dahan. So when I saw that, like, I could lose my ammo and my presence if right. I'm near Dahan, who are dying. When you are already not proficient at a thing, yes. and you're already trying to learn how to do something, and you definitely do not have it down yet, no. and someone gives you something that makes it even harder, you're like, oh no. <laughs> I will not play this. And I've, like, always been scared of Thunderspeaker since. Like, I've gotten better at the game, but it's always just like, Ugh. Right, right. So that said, all of these things you have to be mindful of, Thunderspeaker, if you can still manage it well, you will be rewarded oh. with probably the most consistent high damage attacker in the entire yes. game. It does not matter how much bonus health the bad guys have or if they're durable or all that crap because it's like, aha, I'm durable. <laughs> I'm still doing you 45 still, damage. Bam! And you still have the innate that destroys. Yeah. yeah. It's not even just manifestation of power and glory. You still have the right, right. innate that destroys towns and cities. But then if destroys. you have defend cards, the oh, thing yes. that's so great is that the Dahan will still attack on their own natural yes. phase anyway. So you you're making them, them attack and then they're attacking already. So they can like attack twice mm-hmm. or three times depending on which cards that you use. So it's just absolutely insane. I would say that Thunderspeaker is probably, when it comes to attackers, has the most amount of checks and balances to keep in order, but the highest damage potential as far as okay, well, I'm going to move over here. I'm going to destroy three towns, do 10 damage. Okay, now I'm going to move over here, go over there, bust these three towns, and do 12 damage. So you're saying the the ceiling is very high. I think the ceiling is incredibly high. Now, of course, there are other characters that have phenomenal ceilings as well, but just in different areas. But you cannot, you cannot, cannot underestimate or ignore no. Thunderspeaker's dominance in the offense category. But they came in second. They did S- come in second. They got beat by somebody. Yep. That's interesting. It's true. After all that praise and yep. acclaim. Yep. 
But credit where credit is due, Thunderspeaker will always remain yeah, as like definitely. one of the tried and true fallbacks for, oh yeah, Thunderspeaker is just phenomenal. <laughs> I've even made the argument of they get weaker with the more expansions because it's harder for them to find their Dahan mm-hmm. majors, but you kind of already have a major with right. your innates and your power right. cards. And they put in certain majors sure. in these new expansions that are really good for them anyways. Exactly. So. Then, on to our number one with 30%. Whoa. Another jump? Right. The numbers went from 3 to 6% to 16% to 19% to 30%. Our gold medalist, this makes me very happy, Heart of the Wildfire. For a long time, Heart of the Wildfire, from my eyes, was hardly being used by anyone for a while. I think people should look up old tier lists from like 2018. You never saw. Never saw. Pre-Jagged Earth, you never saw. (laughs) Yeah. B tier, C tier. Blight was still in everyone's psyche as regarded as this horrible, awful thing. And Blight can be if you wield it improperly. But the thing is, is Wildfire might be one of the simplest most honest forms of offense out there Mm. it's fire burn even when you ignore the mechanics and you look at the thematics when we look at the elements and whatnot lightning we've covered okay electricity okay cool i guess it's a common enough element but it's still like a unique element that you don't see very often you see volcano okay volcanoes are awesome you know lava and whatnot they're huge but those aren't all over the world it's not like a simple thing it's like a rare thing fangs beasts the ocean obviously ocean is very powerful water can be very damaging and whatnot disease can be very damaging but these things aren't like super common the natives with thunderspeaker that makes sense you oh, know yeah. in the spirit islands context are all over the place but just simply put the element of fire devastating devastating it's aggressive it's intense it's, it spreads right it, <laughs> it spreads it's heated you know like when you look at avatar last airbender you have earth you have water you have air these are all various elements that have so many emotions behind them mm-hmm. but then you get to fire and it's like oh Aggression, yeah that's anger. The, right yeah. right that's Vengeance. the one right right so to see that the element of fire is the number one attacker fits and i'm very satisfied are you by surprised that. that they beat out thunder speaker honestly a little bit yeah, yeah. Like I said, I agree with this. Heck, Wildfire is my attacker. There you go. I love Wildfire. I'm very happy to see Wildfire up here. But I thought Thunderspeaker was going to take number one. Because yeah, <laughs> Thunderspeaker has been out for a while. Now, I understand that Wildfire has also been around for just as long. But seeing how Wildfire was in the original promotional pack and Thunderspeaker was in the base game, Thunderspeaker yep. would naturally have a little bit more availability than Heart of the Wildfire. So that said, I have gone many times in the past over how awesome wildfire's capabilities are to do damage even before the turn Mm -hmm. in the growth phase that's how fast it is it's faster than fast it's (laughs) It's before fast (laughs) it's before fast what's that i think what's cool about them is they're kind of also a jack of all trades you can heal blight you can give boon to other people yeah you can give energy to other people you have control cards lots of fear boost damage Mm -hmm. that's rare by the way boosting damage Mm. And you might be surprised at how big of a difference getting 
plus one damage is. Oh, as a Seriously. river player. <laughs> That's huge. Because yeah. one damage now takes out a town. Two damage now takes out a city. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yep. Oh my goodness. The innate of Firestorm. Not only is it powerful, but it's flexible. You can split up how many lands it goes into. Sure, you have to level it up a little bit. Yeah. But still, you've heard me talk about how wonderful it is to be like, well, four explorers in four different lands do one damage in each one. Beep, 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 beep. You're all dead. <laughs> And that's four lands that are clear. I don't have to worry about those ones. Or, hey, maybe you want to do three in one and sure. two in another. Or at its maximum, you can just be like, destroy all invaders. Yeah. What? So I think... Infinite <laughs> damage. Sure, it's not like super common. Oh. It's kind of hard to get to. Uh. But you actually have access to infinite damage damage who has that so i don't say serpent has that but so serpent has their like snake quake right and mm-hmm. you can kind of give this snake earth- quake <laughs> you can give this it. this earthquake to the yes. whole island yeah right and that's really cool mm-hmm. i think it's a little bit overrated yep. i like wildfires innate better yeah easier for- to obtain like yeah. you said maybe four damage but sometimes you don't need all that damage that snake is bringing sometimes you just need four and take right. a city when it and comes explore. to serpent wildfire or thunder speaker each one of those three spirits Huge has access damage. to something that is like Huge super crazy awesome that a lot of the times you don't need. <laughs> Not saying that you don't need it, but saying you don't need it to that extreme. So like, for instance, I have 20 damage worth of bad guys. Mm-hmm. Thunder Speaker did 70. Awesome. That is dope. I needed 20 of that 70. <laughs> but achievement unlocked. Right. <laughs> but it was really cool to get that high of number. Right. Serpent being able to do 57 damage yeah. in 14 lands. Maybe I only needed to do 40 damage in 10 lands. Cool. So the excess four lands and the excess 17 damage wasn't technically needed but it's cool yeah you know wildfire hey i got 30 health with the bad guys i did infinite damage okay i only need 30 of that infinity but still it's kind of fun to it's be still like, cool. so what i'm getting at is those characters have the capacity for overkill but i think wildfires, more wildfires is the most efficient Definitely. with that overkill because if you don't want to go and do the infinite damage you can choose to split it up instead yeah which is awesome. Thunder Speaker can't be, you know what? I don't need 70 damage here. I'll split it up and mm-hmm. put it there. Put it some here, put some there. It's like, well, here's my Dahan. Here's my presence. I'm in the spot. That's it. I can only do the damage right here where I'm at right now. That's what we are praising Volcano for, being able to do damage yes. in separate lands. Yes. That's what I like about Wildfire and that mm-hmm. innates where you can do damage in lands that you are in. It is kind of like Volcano, yeah. isn't it? It only is. Only you're not as restricted to not as restricted. Exactly. Now, of course, this comes with the caveat of you, the player, have to be very careful. Sure. But still, the thing is, is turn three onwards, Wildfire can remove a Blight every single turn for the rest of the game. Yeah. It's very easy, easy to do. Make sure you get the elements on your tracks from both top and bottom and then you can just be like yeah unless earth is playing you are probably going to be the blight removal on your team or downpour right if you don't have those two spirits you're probably going to be removing the most blights when i've played with wildfire i hate we talked about this i hate keepers blight card yeah the blight uh, removal. but it's not in roots. a wetland <laughs> you've heard me talk about it's my least favorite yeah. blight removal card in the game like i'm glad to have one sure but it has two strings attached <laughs> Ugh. has to be in a specific land <laughs> and there has to be a certain number of blights <laughs> Anyway, we're not talking about Keeper right now. We're talking about Wildfire. So, yes, I definitely agree with you. In my games with Wildfire, Wildfire was actually the character with the number one most amount of Blight removed in a game. which is funny. (laughs) And like I said before, one thing that's so great is that since Wildfire starts with two extra Blight on the field, Mm -hmm. once you heal that Blight, your threshold actually has two more Blight (gasps) than when you actually started with. That's really nice. (laughs) Oh, it's incredible. Speaking of not talking about Keeper during this, Mm -hmm. neither were the voters for offense. Yeah, interestingly enough. Well, I 
think didn't that's make the salient. top five. I think that's okay because you've already spoken on Tower of Wrath. Keeper can go off. They can't. Why don't the voters think so? I think they're more famous for their defense and prevention okay. than they are anything else. Okay. And I also think that they're famous for people saying that growth four is just weak to a B. Like they're not famous. I can for double offense. throw. You know what I mean? Turn. Like yes, they can go ham, but they're famous for other things. For being rich. Right. And like we said, we made the qualifier that you know this is an all star list. I'm guessing that the multifaceted peeps aren't going to be represented here. Mm. And immense lightning, fangs, ocean vengeance, lightning, starlight, lure. Those are more simple attackers than Keeper is, I would say. But that's just my opinion. So your top five when it comes to everyone's votes. In fifth place, we had lightning, Mm -hmm. starlight, and lure. But then in fourth place, immense lightning, fangs, ocean, and vengeance made everyone's attackers list. Volcano made it on 16% of everyone's lists. Thunderspeaker came in at 19% of everyone's lists. And Wildfire mm, was number one. 30%. I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah, me Very too. Very happy. I'm not complaining, but I am a little surprised by this one. On to Control! You're not going to be surprised by this. <laughs> <laughs> control, this is the fastest one. This one doesn't even have a top five. We only have a top three because the votes were just so simple. <laughs> I don't know when I want to say this. I might say it now because you're talking about there's only a top three instead of a top five. Mm-hmm. One thing I've noticed just in looking at the game, because I love control and I love oh, playing yeah. controllers. There aren't too many like quote unquote controllers in this game where that's the main spirit's focus. Mm-hmm. At least with like moving bad guys around. It actually is quite rare, rare. to have a spirit completely exemplify one Because a lot of spirits start with a power card that has control capabilities, sure. but it's like one card. Right. Or they have like one innate that right. does something like Miss. Mm-hmm. I would say Miss is part control, but it's not their identity. Right. And even the very beginner controller, River, certainly is very high in control, but they also have access to really good offense. Sure. You know, and so we're <laughs> we're dodging around it. You know where we're going. I know. All right. gonna, I was, I'm gonna... trying to stretch this out. <laughs> this is going to be a quick <laughs> you one. You know who's at the top. <laughs> you know who we're dancing around. So, <laughs> so in last place, find her. <laughs> okay, fine. Top three. Here we go. So we actually have a tie, a five-way tie for third place. This was interesting. Each of these spirits had 3% representation among the voters. A scattering of the votes. Lure, they're back. (laughs) Starlight, they're back. (laughs) Can you say they shouldn't be there? They can be anything they want. They are fifth place for offense, Starlight and Lure. Starlight can keep coming up. But also Bringer of Dreams and Nightmares, Mm. Foreboding Shadows, and Thunderspeaker, they're back. <laughs> I mean, all those are very control-focused spirits. Yep, no, it definitely is. And the thing that's interesting about control is control has multiple applications. It could be the movement of bad guys. It can be the movement of good guys. Yeah. It can be the movement of a little bit of both, or it can be the movement of tokens. Spreading rot. <laughs> so. <laughs> Make spread around official. Please. So it's interesting to see how the numbers show up here. Lure and Starlight, once again, they could be put on so many yeah. categories. Yep. Lure pulling people in with Softly Beckon Ever Inward. Such so a strong great. Oh, and Forsake Society to Chase After Dreams also can downgrade mm-hmm. a city and yoink, pull them right in. 
honestly incredibly consistent. And if you can get to your reclaim one, that's one of my favorite things to consistently spam. Just like a vacuum. Yeah, just keep just on grab people pulling that in. card. And it's so great because that's how you can yoink people off the coastal lands to bring them in. Oh, yeah. That card. That's why oh, I don't think fantastic. that nerf is a nerf. Right. Oh, and I'll that keep saying whole, that. You can only go on inlands. Ain't so bad. You're a controller. You bring people to you. Right. It's great. Starlight. Oh, my goodness. That Aranate. <laughs> it's not the only thing of theirs that can control people, but being able to manipulate towns or explorers in the fast. Push two explorers or one town to target land any in the fast phase. There it's you huge. Go. There's it's the Aranate. Being able to move towns or explorers isn't what's big. It's being allowed to move multiple and in the fast. Mm -hmm. That is what is huge. And that's not where their control stops. They have the Mooninate where they can right. gather in uh, explorers right. and to hunt. Right. Now that one's slow, but the yes, air one, one is, is slow. fast. Good I'm, point. I'm saying the reason why the air one is so famous in my brain is because it's fast. Before they even build anything. Yeah, but it's true. They have multiple ways to control. Bringer? Totally see it. Thing with Bringer is that, yes, they have fear, but their fear, since they can't kill anyone, has this cool little string attached, which is if you would kill someone and you terrify them, they are scared silly, they run. They leave their town behind. Yeah. Or they move up their town right. somewhere else. And I like it thematically. You scare them into a tizzy, and you yeah. can kind of like move people around. It makes sense that that wouldn't happen to a city, because that's like too many people to terrify. I mean, right. you can make them all go right. mad and get five fear They're from more it. huddled in their basements yeah. in the fetal position with drool on their chin than they are. Because like. they built up a city. Right. Right, it's hard right, to move. Right. And so Bringer pairs fantastically with Ocean because, yes. hey, you can shove people right to the drink. But being able to scare people so that they can move is great. Now, the thing that's important to know here is that it's not simple control straight up. It's you have to scare them first, then they move. So you kind of need to do damage. Yep. Quote, unquote, destroy them. Quote, unquote, damage. So you're right. kind of also a damager yep. or like an attacker. Yep. And if you're not familiar with Bringer, Dreams, and Nightmares, they are a spirit that cannot influence the physical realm. They only exist in the ethereal realm. And so they pray on the bad guys' nightmares and their minds while mm -hmm. they're sleeping. And so the thing is, is they can perform many illusions. Like in the lore, I'm thinking, I'm like kind of having fun thematically trying to think of how they manifest themselves. They're like creating illusions. They're like freaking people out and things that aren't necessarily real, but they... I think of like Paralyzing Fright where they see this thing in the window. It might not even be in the window. Right. They're just like scared, right. screaming right. like, what right. is that? Right. And so if you're unfamiliar with them, if ever Bringer would damage something, it actually doesn't do damage, but instead will scare them. Mm -hmm. Instead, it generates fear. And so when people are scared, if you can generate enough fear on certain targets, you can make them run in a tizzy. So that is what we are meaning by quote-unquote damage cards. Yes. So then we have Foreboding Shadows. All right, here I go. Another soapbox. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> We're back again. <laughs> Round three. <laughs> they have two fast control powers as an eights. That always come up. One moon. <laughs> well, the more and more times we go over this, you are further more galvanized. Because it, I went back and listened to the France episode. I'm like, oh, I might just be saying this because we had a good game. And it was just like kind of like a throwaway comment. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> what really carries a lot of sailing for me when it comes to Foreboding Shadows is that that innate doesn't just stop with one action. Mm. For the entire turn, yes. when you mark a land, it is active. So someone else can cascade an effect off of it if you yourself, who isn't Shadows, mm -hmm. wants to do a thing there. Listener at home, one thing I've noticed, or has helped me, because like Ryan said, it can go through the entirety of the turn. Place one of your reminder tokens on the land so you yourself can remember in the slow phase. No, seriously. And then your other teammates can be like, oh, this is the marked land where if I just do damage mm -hmm. or fear here, we can move those guys out. Right. 
And then we have Thunderspeaker. Thunderspeaker very much can influence Dahan. a lot of pieces with control, notably Dahan. Mm -hmm. Now, they are exclusively Dahan manipulation. They can't natively <laughs> do any... Get it? Because they move yeah, natives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't natively shove bad guys around. But, of course, you can find stuff in the decks and They whatnot. are so focused on Dahan. Yeah. And so in when I everything. see... Right. When people hear the word control, what do you think of? Do you think moving bad guys or moving good guys? I think moving plastic. If you think moving good guys, Thunderspeaker totally. Oh, yeah. I myself it. prefer to move bad guys more than moving good guys, but mm -hmm. that's just my personal play style. In light of that, I would have preferred to see Fangs sure. up on here because people don't really think about Fangs as a controller, but like I've said with Terrifying Chase, you can shove so many bad guys. You could easily shove eight towns and explorers. Yeah, that card stacks. I don't right. think people either read mm -hmm. far enough or they only have one beast on land. Right. Just bring beasts in the land. That thing can stack right. and just push out so right. much. It's crazy. And like I said, it's just one of those things where sometimes it's easy to forget that someone has a certain thing when they themselves are famous for another thing. Because mm. Threatening Flames is also a really good sure. control card. Wildfire card. But that's Wildfire's card. Wait. Isn't Wildfire They're like offense. crazy offense? Whoa, like, do you see how, what I mean? How mm -hmm. it's easy to forget that someone has a really good control card sometimes? Yeah. But that's totally fine. It's people's opinion. It's only 3%, so that doesn't mean a lot of people think this way. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to the two Yay. of you, yeah, to the Yay. two of you that voted for Thunderspeaker. <laughs> So, Lure, Starlight, Bringer, Foreboding Shadows, and Thunderspeaker were on 3% of all the people's votes. Mm -hmm. In second place, with 12%, we go from 3% to 12 To jump. River. Hey. Yep, and just good old base river. Once again, river is just phenomenal. How many times have we seen river, river in the top river, five river. of any of these kind of adversary series, these offshoot fun surveys that mm -hmm. we do? Just river is just all over People the place. People love river. I'm oh, kind of yeah. surprised river didn't show up on offense, but I know it takes time to get to the yeah. big boom. That's fair. And this is the all-star team, meaning there True. is one spot open on your list. Who gets it? So river, phenomenal when it comes to control. It's simple control and it's easy to yeah. understand control. You I can do move think, to Han and plastic. I do think Travel River has a lot of fun yeah. when it comes to control because you can make a super highway of sadness. So yeah. That's what I've called it. Travel River has this fun thing where if you orient your presence in a line and you shove people, you can shove them down the line of your presence. So instead of moving them just one land, you can move them yoink, down yeah. this river of yours and they can go significantly go farther than just one go land. Go fight a battle for you. Yeah. It's awesome. So that's what I meant by making a super highway because you can construct a freeway, a big long road, and a you river. can send, right, send people down that river. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. And so it's a lot of fun. River has been around for a very long time. There's sunshine that no one plays. <laughs> <laughs> Just the three people on Discord that's like, sunshine's good. Like, even you don't think they're good. Uh, oh. 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 I wouldn't necessarily go that far. <laughs> Sunshine just has different stresses. They are much better with energy than they are yeah, usual. So a major anyway, focus. Right, right, right. But the thing is, is River has been out there for a while. River has been out since the base and has had the benefit of time to get into mm -hmm. people's knowledge base of being a good, solid controller. Could have been someone's first spirit they right, played. Right, for so long. Yeah. All right, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> it's Finder. 58%. It's Finder. 58. 
that is easily the highest percentage out of all of these categories. Spoiler alert, nobody <laughs> beat 58%. It's Finder of Paths Unseen. Wow, what a shock. You did guess this in last week's episode. That <laughs> oh, Finder, come on. Yeah, who that didn't Finder guess this? Yep. There's one spirit in the game who completely exemplifies one category, and that is Finder with Control. Have you seen their summary of powers? <laughs> Boom. Boom. You look at the bars and some are like, okay, like little apartment buildings. Yeah. Some are like, you know, a little favela. Some are like this tiny little, like, Something's... you know, a ranch and a double wide. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then there's just like the freaking Empire State Building. <laughs> and then the next one's like underground because <laughs> it's offense. <laughs> right. Now, Fractured Days does have a very big utility bar, but it's not nearly as not big like Finder. as, <laughs> as Finder's Control I wonder, Bar. Do you think anyone else will be able to move cities in the game coming out? Maybe. I don't know. When I think of moving cities, there are three That's people hard. that come to mind. Lure can move cities, Shadows can move cities, and so can Finder. Now, Finder can do it the easiest Just because they don't it. have to interact with the building before they can move it. Technically, Lure and Shadows can't actually move cities while they're cities, but they have this cool mechanic where they can break them down and, and then, then move. move the bad guys that was just yeah. broken down. So to me, functionally, that's moving a city. Okay. So in truth, only one character at the moment can move cities, and that's Finder. So one comment you had last week, which I loved, and I can't believe I didn't think of it, where I just, it kind of cemented how good the spirit is. Hmm. I do think Finder might be one of the best defensive Seriously. Spirits. Seriously, because nobody can exemplify prevention like quite Finder. like they can. Yeah. And the defense is exclusively prevention. That is it. They cannot stop incoming damage at all. It's nope. only preventing. Yep. That is the defense that they have. But prevention is a form of defense. Now, to hear that, that's not very satisfying when you have, you know, 13 <laughs> damage coming right at you in your face. I'm really good at defense. I'm really good at defense. Yeah, you go in there, you just take a Louisville slug into the chin. <laughs> Pow! Ow! Not that defense. <laughs> they're good at defense. <laughs> like, but there's an asterisk, and that asterisk is that they can prevent stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, it's not very satisfying when you have a big problem and someone says, hey, how do I fix this problem? Well, the best problem is to not deal with it in the first place. <laughs> well, that's not a lot of help to me right what now. What if I have the problem? Right. Yeah. The problem Too is late. <laughs> You know, it's kind of hard to prevent stuff when bad guys start on the board. It makes me think of when I'm going for majors and I need something in the fast phase, like, all slows. Oh, <laughs> it's like savage transformation. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I needed winds of rust and atrophy. Right. Remember how we were talking about how when it comes to control, there's controlling good guys, yep. there's controlling bad guys, there's controlling beasts yep. and presence, that kind of thing. Can anyone do all that? So yeah, Finder can do it all. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons why their control bar is probably pegged so yeah. high. I remember I just laughed when I saw Finder's control rating. It is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, look at this kid. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, they can move presents. They can move Dahan. They can move beasts. They can move bad guys and all of the bad guys. And they could literally teleport them. They can move presents. You can get your own presents into the ocean. Right. And then just teleport things into Have the ocean. Have you ever played Portal? You yeah. Know, like... yeah. Oh, Portal 2, one of the best games. Have Love you ever Portal had 2. fun yeah. playing Portal? Yeah. Well, you can have that same kind of fun with Finder. Another fun puzzle game. Right. 
And we talked about this in the past, but I love how when you guys made your custom tokens, your <gasps> presence tokens were the portals, the orange and blue portals yeah. from that game. I got the orange box right. with uh, yeah. Half-Life 2. Check out our Instagram for pictures of it. <gasps> oh, it's yeah. really cool. So I thought that was just like a fun, oh, it's perfect. You have the to. The KSP. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> That's our Instagram handle. But I mean, yeah. What can you really say? This is the easiest one that we all saw coming. Mm-hmm. Finder being number one for control. So our top three when it comes to control with our five-way tie for bronze medals. <laughs> Lure, again. Starlight, here again. Thunderspeaker, again. We saw them on <laughs> yeah. offense. Yep. But Bringer and Foreboding as well. Two fear spirits. Yep. Then River in second place. That totally makes yeah, sense. No. When it comes to the gold and silver medalist, it's exactly who I thought it would be. Yeah. Maybe not at these percentages, but definitely first and second. River at silver and Finder at gold. Yeah. So no surprise there. On to fear. This is probably, when it comes to the ones I was really the most interested in looking at, I wanted to see everyone's offense, defense, and fear. Okay. Kind of interested in utility because that one has some like really fun. And wait till we get there. Wait (laughs) till we get there. Variable opinions there. But I was very curious to see fear, defense, and offense because I feel as if fear, defense, offense are the most covered categories within the spirits. I think that control and utility aren't as covered as they are fear, defense, and offense throughout the roster in the game. So, like I said with offense, I was very curious to see who we're going to have. And when it comes to fear, I was very curious to see who we're going to have. So, 3% of all the voters had Sharp Fangs at number one. That was awesome. 3% of the voters said that Sharp Fangs was their fear character. I mean, it is their highest bar, is it not? It is. The summary of powers? In fact. One thing I looked up, I looked at everyone's unique starting hand, you know, their starting Mm -hmm. powers, their four mm-hmm. cards, maybe five or six, if you're a specialty spirit. <laughs> and if you're many minds or yeah, finder. finder. And seeing how much fear they generate. I know you can oh, do yeah. damage and generate fear, but oh, just sure. like the card says three fear, two fear. Right. Sharp Fangs came in second place with six fear out of all the spirits. Yeah. Second place highest. Yeah. And just Seriously. their starting cards. You forget Seriously. how scary of a spirit this is. They really are. And a lot of people look at them at control and a lot of people look at them at offense. But like I said before, fear is their number one thing. They're a fear spirit. If you're doing six fear, if you're playing four cards and you're doing ranging hunt and you got your right innate, which I always forget because I never play it. <laughs> Frenzy Assault. Frenzy Assault. How much fear are you doing? Seriously, yeah. And Frenzy Assault gets you fear as well. Oh, yeah, and destruction. Mm-hmm. I think they're a terrifying spirit. It's fantastic. And we've said before, Sharp Fangs has been in many games the number one fear generator. Because yeah, it's consistent. It might it's be very consistent. It might not be six fear every turn, but it's like three, right. four. And right. then it scales up because the mm-hmm. spirit gets stronger. I love playing as consistent fear. Your peeps. Mm-hmm. You know you that. Need it. Yeah, yep. you need it. So 3% of all the peeps said sharp fangs. Then in fourth place at 6%, we have Pandemonium Lightning. Hey, this was my pick. Yep, this was your pick. So I'm actually very happy to see them because not they many are aspects. very new. Yeah, yeah, the aspects. We've only seen two aspects so far in the form of Foreboding Shadows for control mm-hmm. and Immense Lightning for offense. Yep. But I was very happy to see yet another aspect appear here for fourth place pandemonium lightning now pandemonium lightning's fear 
fear comes in from their innate. Yeah. But they can get 11 fear, yeah. which is phenomenal. And just go card plays and right. try and get to that 11 fear. Right. So to have Pandemonium Lightning as the fear spirit, one thing that's really great is not only can you get access to really decent fear generation, but you also still retain the speed upgrades that you're handing out to friends. I love Lightning Spoon. Mm-hmm. So you still have that utility. That is such a good two mm-hmm. powers. It doesn't matter if they're a minor, major, innate. You can make two powers fast. Yep. That's great. I love it. Yep. When it comes to just the like top five support cards, Gift of Proliferation's in there. Uh, yes. Boon of Vigor's yes. in there. Gift of Abundance in there. But Lightning's Boon is also in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so very strong. Lightning's Boon makes Lightning incredibly famous. I think I might like this kit better than Base Lightning because Harbingers of Lightning now has a use for me. Yep. Pushing those yep. to Han and then being able to strife it. Before, I love these aspects change. They do change the spirit. Certain values of original cards. Mm. Like Wind Lightning makes Raging Storm a bit better because yes. you can control explorers now. Good point. But then, like you said, Harbingers of Lightning gets better with Pandemonium Lightning because now those Tahan that are moving around can feed in perfectly with the strife that you're putting on bad guys so you can finally protect those Tahan. Before, I'd be like, alright, Harbingers of Lightning, we bring the lightning. <laughs> then they die two seconds yeah, later. <laughs> you thanks, guys did great. Thanks for the fear. <laughs> So long, and thanks for all the fear. <laughs> it's so true, though. I mean, that's literally yeah. what that card was. It was just a fear card. Right, and I didn't like it, but it was just like, uh, well, yeah, I, didn't, I don't have a defense card. Yeah. <laughs> because the spirit, arguably, is probably more defensive than fear, right? I consider strife to be a defensive thing. So I thought this spirit... Because it's preventative. Yes. I know I put the spirit as my fear spirit, but I could see the argument that they are more defensive with pandemonium mm-hmm. than fear. But they're kind of both, and they still have damage with Shattered Homesteads. Mm-hmm. So they do check a lot of boxes. I see why they're in the top four. Mm-hmm. Then we get to our bronze medalist. We have a tie. This is the only tie that we have. Oh, okay, good. Thankfully, it's a tie between two people. So I'm glad that if there is a tie, it's only like two people, because I hate it. When we have like a tie five. with four or five people, because I feel as if it's hard when you're listening to these things to remember who it all was. Who else was like, there? Who, it's like a lot. So I feel like Thunderspeaker's always there. <laughs> Just Lure and River will always be up there, regardless yeah. of the list. <laughs> Unless anyway. it's English. Bye bye, River. We'll get to there. Okay. Anyway, so 12% of all the voters said that many minds. And Mist were their fear character Makes of choice. Makes complete sense. Oh, definitely understand it. Many minds can just spam fear. Oh, Many yeah. minds is absolutely phenomenal. Honestly, fear might be one of the best things that they do. Mm-hmm. Seriously. They remind me a lot of Pandemonium and Lightning with fear and defense. Because they can defend yeah. and then generate right. so much fear. No, genuinely. Yeah. Genuinely. And it's interesting that many minds, we never saw them on control because they are controlling mm. so many beasts and can even move that's bad guys. true, Ryan. Whatever, that's fine. Yeah. People's opinions are what they are. But many minds is also new, you know. Good so point, good point. many minds may be more famous for prevention and for fear than they are control. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's, it's cool to see where everyone voted. Now, the thing is, it's funny that many minds on their board says, you know, in lower player count games, outright fear victories may be possible. You know, it's funny because I used to be able to remember how many fear victories I've had pre-Jagged Earth. And I was able to remember, oh yeah, I've had three, the, I've had the, four, I've had five. And this is what happened, I was playing this adversary and these were my Since teammates. Yeah. 
Jagged Earth has come out, I'm somewhere like in the double digits now with how many times I've gotten a fear victory. Well, I've and been playing so... a lot of foreboding shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, again? Point <laughs> being, I've been starting to get a lot more fear victories nowadays yeah. in general than I have terror victories. But where I'm going with this is with all of the fear victories that I've gotten, it's about like maybe like 9, 10, 12, something like okay. that. Two or three of those fear victories did not have many minds. Whoa. It, many minds like has been on the team pretty much. Like 90%? 90% of the time I've gotten a fear victory, many minds was there. I believe it. They rake in the fear. Talk about consistent. Oh, it's phenomenal. Every turn. Every turn. And Shroud of Silent Mist, if you want to talk about consistent fear. Oh, gosh. Also, what a wonderful, consistent fear-generating person. Now, the I thing think about, you need to be a little more thinky with Mist. I think so. I think the thing here, though, when it comes to many minds and Mist, is that both of them have two things that are great. One thing that's like, eh. Okay. And what I mean by that is many minds, great prevention yes. and great mobility. Awesome. What's the downside? Your offense is just... <laughs> nil. Nil. <laughs> Literally nothing. You start off with zero attack. Cross your fingers for those events. Right. The beta <laughs> version allowed you to do at least some damage. Some. And the thing is, it's not as if you're not allowed to do damage like Finder, where it's like you're handicapped by it. It's you literally don't have anything. You have that boot. It's going to war in a tank that has yeah. no guns on it. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you can't find cards and do damage. It's just you don't have anything. That's what's shocking. It's not that you have little offense. You have nothing. None. You have nothing. You have to find it all or get awesome lucky events, which I have seen and it's phenomenal. But that's the thing to remember. It's like, uh, Mm. when it comes to mist, you have great mobility. You have great access to fear and you have great great access to offense. So what's the weird thing to remember? You got to keep people alive. And a lot of people find that odd. And it's kind of hard because nobody else wants to do that in the game so far. It's kind of hard to unlearn that. Right. I think the base or the community is struggling with mist for that reason. Mm. Keeping things alive. Yep. And so I don't think it's as hard to do once you realize how much that strategy benefits Mm -hmm. you. But like you said, it is such a clash from how everyone else plays. Get the plastic off the board. Right. That it can be odd. So many minds and mist definitely have things you gotta work with. But both of these characters can just rake mm, in the, the fear. fear. I mean, Mist did 82 fear in our two-player game that yeah. we did. And for a two-player game, that's a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a ton. Right. It's a ton. And you know me. And you had bad card draws. I, I don't had want people awful to, I don't want people draws. to think like, oh, he right. pulled like Paralyzing Fright right. and spam that. No, right. you didn't get that. I had the worst <laughs> card draws ever. I think the worst I've ever seen. Right. You're and like, oh, another fire card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mist so much. Now, of course, when I talk about Shroud of Silent Mist, it's usually from the perspective of an individual who loves them, and I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very happy to see them in bronze. I'm okay if you don't love Mist. That's fine. They are totally it's different. It's tricky. It's a tricky It's spirit. tricky. Yep. I'm not going to pretend that they're not tricky, but oh my goodness, I love them so much. And Mines, if you've played with Mines, you're like, okay, you know. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Okay, that's four fear. Okay, cool. Wait, didn't you do like four fear last turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do here. Uh, there's another two fear. I'm going to play this card. Uh... 
oh, that's right. I'm going to do this. And uh, it's two. Oh, it's three fear. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have Yo, you seen yeah. the many minds player just, like calculate the fear? It keeps adding up. It keeps seeing right. the total going higher. Right. Yeah. It's great. Now, the thing is, is, you look at many minds of board and you're like, there's a lot of bad guys there, chum. But like, you see all the fear cards also coming in. You're like, you know, I think I'm okay with this. Unless like, Laura top deck sea monsters. Yeah. And she's like, oh, first card pull? How did this happen again? This spirit is amazing. I'm like, Laura, how do you always pull sea monsters? It's like, have you seen those old poker players where they had like keep the ace yes, of spades up yes, their sleeve? Steve, yes. That's Laura does. She's got this contraption that like, spits out the old sea monsters like uncapped fear. Right, right, she's right. She's like, anyway. <laughs> Look out the window, guys. It's a fire truck. We turn around. Ooh, tiger's hunting. <laughs> yeah, any beast power? Oh, this kid. <laughs> anyway, are you guys ready to play or what? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's like those people who like Hogan's heroes when he's playing chess and he like knocks something over so he bends over and he like moves oh, yeah. uh, the, <laughs> chess the chess pieces so when he comes back. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, checkmate. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, but yes, many minds missed being at the bronze medalist position yep. in third place. 12% of all the voters had these characters as their fear characters. Totally get it. I had, you had missed. missed for yep. mine. Laura had many minds for hers. So that's totally fine. All of ours made the top five. It's true. So moving on to second place. Now this one both does and doesn't surprise me. Ooh. 15% of all the peeps said that Ocean's <gasps> Hungry Grasp was their fear generator. I'll give everyone a peek behind the curtain. If you haven't gone and clicked on the link that we are leaving in the description below, this got some traction, controversy, some a discussion. Lot. Yes, yes. Ocean a lot of did. People. Now, for me personally, I usually view Ocean in the alignment of attacker more than I do fear. Now, okay. I honestly classify them as a scary attacker. That's what I literally okay. have them in my head. Like, that's their title in my head, a scary attacker. Meaning, that they are offense primarily with fear on the side. Mm. Like, you know how mm. Bringer is fear primarily with control, with control on the side? Definitely. Or River is control primarily with offense mm-hmm. on the side? I look at Ocean as offense primarily with, with fear, fear on the side. So, Pound Ships into Splinters is a simple innate that simply just generates fear. Sure. Awesome. It's great. A lot of people are looking at that as probably like this fear factory, and it's great. It's one of the reasons why Bringer and Ocean pair so well together. They're awesome. Oh, and for boating and ocean. Right. They are really well together. Mm -hmm. Yet still, ocean placed higher on fear with this poll than they did with offense. They're fourth place for offense, but second place for fear. They're hard for me to define because I kind of just view ocean's hungry grasp as just the ocean tile. You're just unlocking something. And whatever you do is fine and great. Like you can drown things and you can give me two energy and push something and you can Mm -hmm. generate fear. But for you, it's just like opening up that ocean tile. That's all that spirit. Me because I don't play them enough to view them more. I have many comments on ocean in general that we're going to get to. <laughs> in our tier list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tier list. Because I got words to speak when it comes oh, to Ocean. Oh. Anyway, so as it relates to fear, though, I definitely see it. I honestly would have put many minds over Ocean mm. or missed over Ocean. Because, yes, it's just one innate that they're famous for. They have other ways to get mm-hmm. fear as well. It's not like that one innate is the only way to get it. The fact that they can kill people so fast gets them a ton that. of yep. fear in the same way that Wildfire or yeah, Lightning, Lightning can get can a do ton that of fear, too. too. So how is Ocean different because of the needs, right? But, you know, being fair, Lightning did, in fact, make it on here for fear in the form of Pandemonium Lightning. Good point. But still, you know, you get what I'm saying. I totally see it. But yeah, 
Ocean, to me personally, is an attacker before I look at them as a fear generator, mm-hmm. in my own personal opinion, but that's exactly what that is, my personal opinion. So, when it comes to people's team synergies, it's going to be cool to see how, okay, you have Ocean as your fear character. Well, that means they had someone else that they thought was exemplifying offense, offense even more directly, and that's fair. So, And that's a strong team yeah. where you have basically two offensive characters mm-hmm. and one can tap into fear. Was Ocean on Laura's team? I can't remember. There's so many attackers. <laughs> I don't know. It was, yeah, attacker, attacker. I don't know if Keeper's ever on her list or never on her list. She always talks about Keeper. She loves Keeper, but she it's like... It's the guy that she tells you not to worry about. <laughs> no, no, no. I just like talking about him. He's just my friend, babe. What? You guys always hang out. You guys always hang anyway, out, but I never you, see him. We're going for massages, anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) So Ocean is the silver medalist Mm -hmm. with 15%. Then at 42%. Another high victory. This is another easy win. I think this is the second place for the highest Mm. margin of victory, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. So just as Finder was easily the gold medalist for control, the gold medalist for fear is... Bringer of dreams and nightmares. I need. Finally, they take the gold in something. <laughs> Finally, someone likes them. They've been making so many of our bottom fives. Yeah. Well, I'm actually really glad to see this because when it comes to the ultimate fear character, I feel as if this is the kind of list where they can finally shine. have a right, an opportunity to shine because their fear ceiling is easily the highest, in my personal opinion. Can I go on a mini rant? Go for it. And make even more of our audience upset with me. Go for it. I got my snap on. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Like you said, bringer, highest potential highest ceiling 100 mm-hmm. we've heard battle reports and read from listeners talking about 20 fear in a turn mm-hmm. 30 fear from one card me and laura saw tim get 40 some fear in one turn of a game and that's great it's incredible oh, it's yeah. a sight to behold i have also seen the not so good bringer <laughs> games we don't find that big damage major and you kind of keep sifting you're not finding anything good and mm-hmm. then the events take away your dahan which was your defense or counterattack, and mm-hmm. then I don't know. I think people remember these highs. Kind of like the Serpent. Serpent was in our fun five. And we're like, no one ever talks about Serpent. Yeah. <laughs> but no. people have these high memories like 49 fear, one yep. card. But like. No, the opinion you have is the exact same one that I have as well. I look how at, I feel, dude. When it comes to fear and bringer, it's the exact same thing as Sharp Fanged or Wildfire versus Thunderspeaker with offense. Okay. Thunderspeaker has access to probably the most consistent high damage ceiling. High damage. Right. But then there's consistency Mm. and actually doing it Mm. so yes bringer has the most but they're easily not the most consistent sharp fangs foreboding shadows many minds mist heck even ocean is more more consistent consistent at fear right at fear even if they don't get it how many times have you played a game with bringer even if you're not playing with them where they transitioned more into a defensive support role oh how many times have you seen I, that i, would I say see it's that half and all half. the time half like half. yeah yeah 50 of the at time least, or more like you're saying <laughs> right now the thing is is i look at this with the same lens that i look at a lot of games with when it comes to various amount of games whether it be like a video game with shooting or a tabletop war game okay. like lord of the rings middle earth strategy battle game mm-hmm. or like warhammer or something 
there are a lot of various strategies in all these various games. And one of the most popular is, would you rather hit your target more often or do more damage when you actually do hit your target? Mm. So for instance, if I'm playing a game like a shooter, perhaps, would you rather have a gun that does, oh, this gun does you know, 10 damage, but the sniper rifle does like 50 damage and it can one shot you, nice. but it only one shots you if it's headshots. And you have to be accurate. And you have to be accurate. If you never miss your shots, that sniper rifle is the best gun in the game. Best gun broken. But the submachine gun, uh, no, it can't kill you in one shot. But you're going to kill so much faster it's with consistent. that submachine because you hit him in the foot, hit him in the body shot, yeah. hit him in the head. It's so much easier to... You're allowed to be less accurate, but right. you can still hit your target. Right. Or, oh, would I rather hit my target more often or do more damage when I do? Oh, I am so, so much on the former. I would rather play with a mist where you're consistently, every time yeah. time passes, yep. you're getting three yep. fear, five fear. Right. And I'm not devaluing doing a ton of fear when you find that awesome combination of cards that you found in the power deck mm-hmm. where you can go to these crazy high fear yields. And it's phenomenal. It's oh, insane. It's you can get briny deep with them, destroy all invaders. I'm like, oh my goodness, look at all this fear that just showed up. Five fear per city. That's insane. Right. Right, and these cool corner cases where you have someone else on your team like downpour or miss that's lowering the bad guy health. So you can be like, bam, I can milk this city indefinitely for Even five green. fear turn. Right, Even Green can do that. The ceiling of how much fear Bringer can bring in is absolutely insane. But the amount but. of times that but. actually happens mm-hmm. is very different than, you know, its capacity to reach those things. And that's really important. So that said, I'm very very glad to see them this high because seeing as they have such a claim on fear, you know, it's interesting when you think about their claim to fear, you would think that their claim to fear is just as salient as finders claim to control, but that claim is only because they can't do anything else. Not because (laughs) it's actually the best. You see what I mean? Finders is actually the best at control. I'm not sure Bringer's the actual best at fear. I don't think what? so. What? I don't think How so. How can I say such a sacrilegious thing? Don't you know, Ryan, that they're famous for fear? Yes, 40 I fear, know. one card. You yes, have to pull that I card. Know. But you have to find that one. <laughs> but look, Foreboding Shadows just got like 13 fear, this fear, turn. Fear, Pandemonium fear, Lightning just did fear, 15 seven this turn. Yeah, eight you know, fear, Many Minds just grabbed eight. Eight How fear. did you do? I did like four, five. Yeah, cool. I'm just waiting for my big card, right. guy. I'm waiting for my big so, card. And like I said, it's all about the game. It's all about the variables. It's all about the cards that you find. I get that. The events, I get mm-hmm. that. I'm not trying to slander their name. I'm just saying they are so woefully committed to one yes. kind of play style. One type of growth Yeah, where you're stuck at two card plays oh, for three times. You know I hate that. So you basically just have to go top track. Yeah. But you're kind of forced into one growth option. For a while, for yeah. For a while. Right. I mean, until late game, but like in the start of the game, like you want to hit two again and then yeah. two again. Mm. Ugh, pass. Woof. Now, like I said, Bringer still has other things they can focus on, like support, giving elements out there. So it's not like they are literally exclusively fear as Finder is exclusively control. I get You can that. look at the fear card. You can give elements yep, to people. Yep, there's a lot of utility yep. in there. So that's very important to know. But that said, you can get some stupid high fear gains with this character. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I know. Rant's done. They are yeah. a good and character once you, fear. And once you realize that you can defend a certain amount depending on how much fear you gain. That's a great like, card. Love that what? card. What? 
Because then, when you do get that massive high fear thing, you can defend a ton. Explain that card to the listeners at home. It is called Dread Apparitions, and the card art is super dope. You see, like, Bringer crawling out of a volcano. Like, Ooh. oh, it's so great. When powers generate fear in target land, defend one per fear. Sweet. Wait, what? <laughs> it's great. So if you can get these synergistic cascading fear gains that are just through the roof. You can, you defend, can defend 20 that somewhere. Yeah. yeah it's it's phenomenal. I'm not ignoring how awesome that is. I'm just saying, just like as we said, to be mindful of the strings that are attached when we were describing Thunderspeaker with their offense and having to micromanage all of those yeah. Kahana stuff, make sure that you are aware of the fact that this isn't a standard thing. This is just one card and you're going to have to get a lot of fear to get that. But in order to get a lot of fear, you're going to have to find a lot of damage, which can be done. But it's not going to be as consistent. So It's not guaranteed. One thing. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Shadows is nowhere on this list. Yeah. No aspect. No base. Shadows didn't even make the top five. Yeah. Ugh. They made it on... Control. They made it on control. Because foreboding does add a lot of control. And I've yeah. stated my case for that. They didn't make it onto fear. No. No, People, it's true. All right. I kind of mentioned this earlier. I looked at everyone's starting hand. Shadows gets eight fear. It's just their starting hand. Mm-hmm. That is the most mm-hmm. in the game. Sharfangs mm-hmm. was second with Bringer. They get six fear just from mm-hmm. their cards. Eight fear a turn is good. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. I know Shadows is weak. I was just surprised. I think that's my biggest surprise from fear is Shadows yeah. didn't make it anywhere. Not yeah. even Amorphous or Reach or mm-hmm. the other one no one cares about. <laughs> madness. I know <laughs> yeah. Madness. But no version of Shadows made even the top five. So yeah. that's a, oh, well, interesting. Whatever. But like we said, it's an all-star team. It is an all-star. Meaning your best. You may think Shadows would have been on a lot of people's best rating. Maybe Amorphous is pretty cool. <laughs> John's like, let me dream. <laughs> I like Amorphous Shadows. <laughs> so there is your fear category. Sharp Fangs made it on 3% of everyone's teams. Pandemonium Lightning made it onto 6% of everyone's teams. Mist and Many Minds made it onto 12% of people's teams. Laura's and mine included. Mm-hmm. Then Ocean made it on 15% of people's teams. And Bringer made it to 42%. Woof. Again, thankfully, we like Bringer. Bringer's a good right, spirit. Thankfully, Bringer actually fits in pretty well to a lot of other people's teams synergistically with that support that they can transition to quite well. Dude, Bringer and Foreboding, generating fear in the land, mm-hmm. and then Foreboding pushing that? Mm-hmm. Woof, what a team that'd be. It's phenomenal. On to defense. This is the other one I really wanted to see because I feel as if this one has a lot of potential peeps in there. We got a lot of defensively minded characters in Jagged Earth. Seriously. Like when I think about the OG Defender squad from Branch and Claw and before, I'd be like Green, Earth, Earth, Serpent, Keeper. Okay. You know, Some like, people have defend cards, sure, but they're not or prevention thing. Yeah. But those were like the Defensive immediate spheres, four that yeah. came to your mind. Now we got lots of people that do yeah. stuff, whether it be Stone, the form of, right, or you got Finder, or you have the aspects, Trickster, Trickster, or, right, Resilience Earth, right, Resilience you know? Earth. Like, we got a lot of, of defensive it. peeps, yep. right? Downpour, oh my Downpour. gosh, like, our so only copy. crossover, yeah. right? So I was very interested to see what people thought. What people thought. So getting into the numbers here for defense 3% of all the peeps out there had vital strength of the earth as their defender oh love yeah. it totally see it it makes sense it's they made the, the top classic, five yeah. the OG 
Defender. Makes Not sense. only has Earth been here from the start, it is very likely that Earth was the first character that people ever played as. Yeah. Me, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> I did. Very first character I ever played as. Yeah. When Josh was here, it was a character that he played as. Yeah. Earth is such a wonderful character for someone to start playing Earth as. Earth is because, like a warm, safe blanket. Yes, you know? very much so. A very warm, weighted blanket. Yeah. Because in gaming, generally, defensive, turtle-like kind of strategies are what beginners usually like to go with. Sure. And that's fine. Then we have a defense character who is low complexity. Oh, mm. man. It's like made for new people. I cannot tell you how many times I have given Vital Strength of the Earth as a suggestion for a brand new player, and they loved it. They loved the presence every single time. They had so much fun with the energy income. Like, oh, wow, yeah. dude, look. It's fun to pat them on the back when they are getting so much energy game because like, okay, cool, look, I grabbed two energy from my growth action and then, wait, so since I have the three exposed, do I get another, like, three? Yeah, man, you got five energy. <laughs> Whoa, you yeah. See, you see them grab the three energy token with a smile on their face, like, ooh. You know, it's fun. It is. It's fun to have expensive cards while also having a ton of money to afford them. I you think know? Earth checks all the boxes of the summary powers yeah. for a new player that the other base don't. Right. You have offense. You have defense, clearly. You have fear right. in some of your cards. You have utility with your innates. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have control with one you of the cards. control. Too. Yeah. You can control good guys and bad guys. So I don't want this conversation to go into why Earth is great for new players. <laughs> kind of want to bring it back to defense here. Sure. But having access to reliable defense three wherever you have a sacred site is so good. Every turn. I cannot tell you how many times I have constructed plays and cool things off of having three defense here, three defense there. It enables you and other players mm-hmm. to do so many things. And since this is a game where defense stacks, oh, it's so great. Great. Not to mention you have one of the best defend cards in the game, which also functions as, in my opinion, the best blight removal card in the game. Mm-hmm. Sure, it may be expensive if anyone else was wielding it, but you're Earth, so yeah. you can afford it. What's money? So you can defend four paired with your sacred sites. It's defense seven. Mm-hmm. You have defense three. Even when you have no cards, you may have no defend cards in your hand that's left because they're all in the discard pile, yet you are still defending. You have your sacred sites. It's just constant. It's great. Sure, it's simple. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's not the highest level of defense that's out there and whatnot. Sure, it may be rudimentary, but it's just so great. Steady. Yes, I still love it. Even today, even years upon years after going on to other characters, I still look at Earth with a smile on my face like, man, I've had so much fun with Earth. And what's cool is the community thinks so also. At least some of them. Yeah. They made it yeah, to the top five. number one. They're all-star. Yeah, they're yeah. an all-star. I love it. I 100% love it. Then, coming in in fourth place at 6% of all the people who had, for their defender, they had Serpent and they had Grinning Trickster. <gasps> Ooh. I see both of these. Honestly, yeah. I actually applaud this because I'm glad they got recognition and I also understand why they didn't make the top three. Okay. Because Grinning Trickster isn't a dedicated defender. However, the fact that they can go and spit Strife at such a ridiculous amount. They can take on Sweden's extra damage. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good because it is the nature of Strife not to just stop damage. You stop all of it from that particular invader. So if it was a buffed invader, you're not actually stopping damage. You're just changing that bad guy number to zero. Because there's even events where it says buildings do one extra damage this turn. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The trigger's like, who cares? You're like, oh, I just put a strife out there. That'd be a shame if I... 
Put another one out there. Oh, yeah. I love that in eight. <laughs> Just spend an energy to do a second one. Serpent. Oh, gosh. Elemental Aegis. One of the coolest defend cards in the game. One of the rarest cards. It's so cool. Not only does it do splash defense, but it actually gets better. It stacks. It is a defend card that defends in target land and all adjacent lands, but the thing is as the game goes on, as you play the game while absorbing people's presence, you increase that value so you can defend 4, defend 6, defend 8. That is one card I never forget if I'm ever playing Serpents. I like to because you know you forget some of your starting cards maybe, not that one. Throughout my whole game I love that defense. Right. On all adjacent areas, come on. And once you have the avenue to repeat a power mm. and you repeat that card mm. you can easily defend 14 lands Insane. for like 8 damage each it's phenomenal it's, crazy. Yeah, it's s- great such cheese right many times you're going to want higher defense numbers so getting a wider net as opposed to a thicker net won't be as good but still it's just so incredible yeah. to see whether it be like you said with your snake quake doing a ton of damage in a bunch of lands yeah. or a ton of defense in a bunch of lands it's just so cool that's just what serpent does right they're everywhere times have you seen man i need defense in this one land okay cool i can do it but i can't do it in the other one Mm. yeah well they're ravaging two lands we need both what's fun is sometimes to defend in a land that's in between two lands that are ravaging and the target land actually isn't being attacked at all but the adjacent lands are so you can cover both of your incoming attacked lands with this one and you can get nerdy with like the starting board tiles see like yeah. which lands are adjacent to each mm-hmm. other like oh this jungle is always touching this wetland it's like you right. can like touch all these different lands it's fun have you ever had those spider-man games for the ps2 where you had like this web gadget where he would throw a grenade and it would like explode yes. in webbing yes. and all the bad guys are like ah and they're all like pinned down they're all they're like, stuck because they're covered in all like yeah. the spider webbing it's kind of the same here bad guys are doing stuff quick throw the grenade in there complete dude spider-man 2 all... one of the best video games oh my goodness Love sure the graphics weren't all the best oh. but the world that you were in was yeah phenomenal. it was open world An open world game of that size and magnitude too? yeah oh, love it anyway, anyway <laughs> point being the metaphor i'm getting at here is the fact that you have a lot of bad guys trying to hurt you you throw in one power card and complete yeah so many lands are now good and the bad guys are halted they're stalled they're stuck because you defended it sure it's very good for you to increase the defense of that card by right. absorbing other people's presence that's another conversation but still awesome capability there Now we get into our top three. Once again, we have somebody that we've seen before. Ooh. 12% of all the peeps out there had many mines as their defender. Another bronze place for mines. That's right. Many mines we saw before at 12% for fear. Now we have many mines at 12% for defense. Totally see it. Yeah. Because the prevention is phenomenal whether it be action skipping or just straight up defense yeah it's fantastic you can get to places quite easily Mm -hmm. and you can defend things very easy i said before that when it comes to the stallers Mm. the top three for me personally in no particular order would probably be earth many mines and green yeah green can be like nope you can go ahead and stop ravages or builds. Earth can be like, nope, you're doing nothing because of your perfect stillness. And many minds can also go, nope, you're doing nothing. Whether yep. it be in the form of stopping incoming damage because you just simply had enough defense or out there. Skipping actions. Or you can just skip actions. So it's just phenomenal. It's so simple. And that defense is an innate. So unlike Serpent, where that card sometimes can go in your discard mm-hmm. and you might not have access to it, Minds always has access granted if you have those elements. You can right. always defend every right. single turn. It's fantastic. 
you will hear no complaints from me with many minds Mm-mm. taking third place here. Moving on up to the silver medalist position in second place. All right. We have a tie between two very deserving spirits, in my personal opinion. 18% of all the peeps out there had one of these characters as their defender. A spread of rampant green and downpour drenches the world. Hey, downpour was ours. Yep, downpour was ours and green. I mean, come on. When you hear defense, green is one of the first people you think of. Definitely. Come on. It's so great. You can defend. So much prevention. You have defense that you have access to, but you have some of the best and most easy access to prevention ever. Mm -hmm. Sure, it's going to happen more often in wetlands and jungles. Sure. But it's so easy. You can do it all game long oh, yeah. but it's not a power card Mm-mm. it's not a power which means that you don't necessarily have to worry about reclaim cycles and like energy expenditures as no. much because you can just be like yoink and put your presence out there whether from your growth or from your own capabilities to overgrow in a midnight yep. to go ahead and put stuff out there it's phenomenal it's quite simple we just mentioned it just a moment ago with many minds when we were talking about the stallers out there yeah there they are here's yeah. green here's green being able to be like nope and it's nope, not a card nope. it's an innate and Right. Yeah, it's a special right. role that they can do. In the same way that Earth benefited from having their Sacred Sight defense not being tied to a power card, yeah. Green, in the same way, benefits from not having their prevention mm-hmm. not tied to a power card or innate. So it can just happen all the time. Sure, if the island is blighted, getting your presence out there is going to be just a little bit harder because mm. you got to spend just one. Just cost one energy. Right. But that's not so bad. Hopefully by that time in the game, that will be mid-game, late-game anyway, where you're probably fully upgraded by then anyway. Right, and you can either get right. your energy right. spike as well if you need it and then downpour oh oh well, you heard us talk about it last yes. week yeah oh, downpour can just sling the defense out there obscene amounts obscene of obscene amounts of defense and we've said this point before in the past there are many adversaries out there that make life hard for defenders because of how the adversary can use their own attacking mm. proficiencies to get around spirits capabilities and so sometimes they just have so much offense that usual standard amounts of defense doesn't cut it well downpour is the exception for low dear listener when most defenders Defenders would be neutered by a adversary. Downpour stands alone at just being too extreme to censor. Oh, yeah. They're the asterisks <laughs> to the like, defenders. Oh, except for downpour. <laughs> <laughs> Downpour can just sling the defense. How? Because they can defend a certain amount based on how much presence you have, but then you can just simply, in the same way that Thunderspeaker can combine Dahan numbers and presence numbers to equate to offense, Downpour can combine presence and defend cards mm-hmm. to stack them both to multiply to get ridiculously high defense numbers. So, oh, hey, defend how much per <laughs> presence? Two. And how much presence do I have there? Three or four. Okay. Because you can move presence. Oh, yeah. You have a growth option that spawns two presence. Oh, you have a defend (laughs) card that you can repeat how many other times. Yeah. And you can repeat stuff. Yeah. So not only do I have, you know, three, four presence in a land where I'm defending two per presence. So there's like six or eight defense right there, depending on how much you have. But I have a defend card that repeated five times. There you go. How much defense was on that card? Uh, It's a defend three. Five times, that's 15. (laughs) 15 plus eight is 23. And you can have some lands where you need 15 defense. Right. Bam. Done. 
one, and I can do it every other turn. Whatnot. You can see how it's just absolutely insane. Now, Very strong spirit. It is true that you do lose to Han counterattack stuff, but that is just the price that you have to pay for obscene defense. That's fine, but you also have defense in the form of cleaning up Blight, too. Mm. So honestly, you can move out of a spot, let them hit you, go back in there, remove the Blight, you're good. Wait a minute, I had to remove a presence to remove that Blight, that's fine, gift of abundance. Just and I'm back. back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm back. Oh, and you get energy for removing Blight. Nice. Oh, I've come to bargain. <laughs> this keeps coming back again. What is it, like the 10 years or a decade or a thousand years? Did they ever say how long oh, Doctor yeah. Strange was doing that Marvel for? Marvel has yet to officially announce how long that time loop went on. Mm. So to the people that complain saying, hey, wait a minute, Doctor Strange is like way too powerful for not a lot of time. He, you know, got to Sorcerer Supreme way too fast. Well, we don't know how long that time pocket was. Could so have been he could have been years, in there decades, for a while. So who knows what yeah. tricks he could have learned while he was getting good slaughtered. <laughs> Dying. Anyway, back to Spirit Island. Oh, oh yeah, Downpour, really good. Downpour is phenomenal. Definitely, definitely makes sense for taking the silver medal here. But and who got one? Like you said, Downpour was ours. Oh yeah, so, both of ours. Yep. So who got number one? Who got one? number one, Ryan? With 30%, the gold medal goes to Stone. Wow. Stone's Unyielding Defiance. This you know, surprises me. It doesn't surprise me, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. No, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm just saying I think green mines or downpour get the purest form of defense more than stone does. Stone's gameplay style is very defensive. You won't hear disagreement from me mm-hmm. with that. When you hear the word defense, the kind of defense that I think of is not what stone has. You think which of like stopping fine. damage, at least right. I do. Or cleaning up. Cleaning up. Which is fine. I'm not complaining. I do think that stone has a lot of favorable hype, which is also not a problem. I still think downpour can defend better than stone can. Mm, definitely. But the thing is, is stone, I don't look at that gameplay style as defensive. I look at that as counterattacking. I will take some damage and I will sling it back at you. I will mm-hmm. take the hit, mm-hmm. let the blight show up, and then counterattack. They're indifferent you. to blight. Right. Sure, bad guys still get removed from the board, and Blight still gets removed from the board, sure. But I look at that as counterattacking more than I do defense. But mm-hmm. this game, where do you put that? Do you put that offense? Do you put that defense? Eh. In this result, it looks like people put it on defense, defense. which is fine. Because in their summary powers, those are their two highest bars, right. is offense and defense. Right. I would have put Stone at like maybe third okay. or something like that. Which is still good. That's on the podium. Oh, yeah. still get a medal for that. You just wouldn't put him at yep. first is what you're saying. Yeah, but 30%. That's a lot. Almost double greener downpour. A lot of I people put people Stone out there. really like let them break themselves against the Stone. Oh, people it's great. love that innate. Laura and, loves that innate. Right. It's so fun. And I'm curious to see how Fight various back. synergies will feed in to mm. this as well. You know, because what if what I'm saying is not taking into effect the synergy that of a Stone team. has. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what synergies we shall see with Stone. Or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe some people are just like, yeah, best defender, bam, Stone. So I'm very curious to see how people will back up this notion. Ours was green and downpour number two. Laura's was Stone. Yep, Laura's was Stone. Yep. yep. She, but, but Laura she, loves Stone, not for defense. She likes the counterattack. <laughs> she likes the counterattack. That right innate. Yep. And that's Punching fine. right back. Yep. 
And that's totally, totally Because fine. she doesn't like Earth. She doesn't like downpour as much. Or green. Like, she doesn't nope. like, quote unquote, right. normal defenders. Yep. She likes that version of that right. defense that Stone brings. And she said herself, she doesn't like looking ahead. And <laughs> defense, you have to look ahead a you bit. To plan. To yeah. plan. She just likes being able to, oh, oh, wait, the problem is in my face. Luckily, I'm immune to certain amounts of bad guys Your skin punched in the face. You're like, oh, sure, I'll just yeah. <laughs> punch back. <laughs> it's more of a belligerent, brute style of gameplay. It but is. that's how she plays it. It works with stone. It works. And so, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just fun to see everyone's different approaches. That's Laura's approach. It's certainly not mine. But stone at 30% was the number one defender amidst all of our peeps. So, once again, fifth place was Earth with 3% representation amongst the community in our poll here. Serpent and Trickster were on 6% of people's teams. Many Minds was on 12% of people's teams. Downpour and Green was at 18% of people's teams. And Stone was on 30% of people's teams. Now let's go and bring it on home with Utility. This one's a mess. This one is a mess. This one's a fun mess. I think this one got the most votes for like different types of spirits. Yeah, the most diverse. A lot of these spirits got one vote. Right. And they didn't make the top five, but like a lot of spirits like, oh, I really like this card, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to use them as my utility. This is the chili or sloppy joe category. It is. Meaning it's messy. It can be (laughs) customized so differently depending on the chef that made it, and yet it's tasty every single time. That's true. all good. I'm never mad about utility. Right. So, one thing that's nice is that there's not a whole lot of ties. The only tie is a five-way tie right at fifth place. But thankfully, yeah, first, second, it. third, and fourth are all held with one character. And I think there's like the smallest amount of disparity too as far as like the numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're it's pretty the close. most even, yeah. Hey, fifth place, we have five peeps. It's <laughs> a, a lot. lot of numbers. But don't worry, we'll get into it. So 3% of all of the voters had these characters for their utilitarian. We have river, we have lightning, we have stone, we have ocean, and we have bringer. River, it's boon of vigor. <laughs> lightning, lightning's boon. Lightning's boon. Stone, keeping the, people alive. The the... Ocean, the ocean. Tidal boon. <laughs> or tidal boon and the ocean. Bringer. Handing out elements. <laughs> there you go. Uh, number four. <laughs> it's a one note type right. of thing. These are characters who each of them are not utility characters. They're other thing. River, control spirit. Is- Lightning is an attacker. Stone, counterattacking defender. Ocean, attacker. Bringer, fear Here. character. None of them are utility first, but they have something that helps. Is Boon of Vigor incredible? Yes. Yes. So the clear is Lightning's right. Boon incredible? Yes. <laughs> is keeping people alive awesome? Yes. <laughs> is Tidal Boon incredible uh, is well, the ocean out- <laughs> and the ocean tile is handing out elements good yes, yes love it yep so it's fun to see that these characters made it onto voters number one utility thing remember mm. how we talked about some people are going to have a fun thing that they really like they're going to really like getting energy from someone or a speed upgrade right or something i'm actually glad to see that that's exactly what happened here oh yeah because i sometimes see like maybe someone saying lightning they were thinking wind lightning too or like different aspects of something because wind lightning is incredibly supportive Mm -hmm. this reminds me a little bit of control where there are not as many like quote-unquote utility spirits yeah even listening back to our old stuff there really isn't we had serpent and who else was our utility in base and branch and claw honestly just serpent (laughs) 
other characters had fun utility things. Tools. But they weren't a utility first character. Yeah. Serpent was the only utility first character. So we don't have that many. Right. And there's with. only three in the game. So it makes sense. Yeah, that they're all here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they made the top five. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. But yeah, this fifth place, it's how much you value Lightning's Moon. Right. Basically. Yep. So, in fourth place at 6%, literally double mm-hmm. before, we have Serpent oh, yeah. slumbering beneath the island. As previously in mentioned. In fourth place. Totally makes sense. This is the OG utilitarian. They are giving you major power so you don't have to forget it. They are handing out energy yes. to friends. They are letting you get another presence More out there. Presence. That elements. is you. Basically anything. Yeah, they're, they're letting you do everything. You know, it's funny. Extra car play. Elements. We talk about many times how freakishly useful it is to get other presents out there, and how it's just like the best ever. So why isn't Serpent, which is a character that lets you spit presents out there? I'll tell you why. Because they're taking presents as well. Okay. All right. That was, again... Because in order to get presents out there, you have to be on their list. How do you get on their list? They have to eat you. So... (laughs) You gotta lose presents. Sure, it's not so bad because when you take a presence off your board, you're still revealing a thing. It doesn't matter what happens to presents afterwards. But still, like, the zeitgeist is, A, I can't do this all the time as consistently as Green can. No. Or can I do it to everyone? I can only mm. do it to a certain amount of people and I have to take something from you. When it comes to like green, it's just nothing but good. It's all good because it's consistent yep. all the time throughout the game. And it's, hey, I don't have to hurt you in any way. You know, it's yeah, just, yeah. bam, there it is. But still getting other presents out there is huge. And if you want to take serpent under your wing to make them your main, I have noticed that serpent mains who are good with that spirit are always players who trigger this innate often. And I don't. I'm not good with serpents because serpent is at their best when they're getting their presence out there to get the amazing stats on their tracks players that usually complain about serpent being like "Eh, they're okay are usually players from my observation yeah that don't really do their nades too much they're like oh yeah i did my nate like eh, twice maybe three three times over the whole game like bro you gotta go you gotta be supportive you gotta be helpful you gotta get your nades out then you really want to you sacrificing your presence is getting no benefits right you're not getting help right and elemental ages isn't getting so good because they're like yeah I mean, the card's okay, but it's only defend two. I'm like, it could be defend six, defend eight. Yeah, you can make that better. Do your job. (laughs) My thought process, because of the fun five and how high Serpent got as one of the favorite spirits, Mm -hmm. I thought they would be higher on this list. You know, I thought so too. I thought they were going to be one. You guessed Fractured, my internal thought process. Mm -hmm. I thought Serpent was going to take number one. I'm not surprised, though, in truth, because of who's coming up. Okay. Because there's only so many spots. You right. Know. And I there's just... three utility spirits, yet they're all beat by one person. <laughs> so <laughs> Anyway. Technically a spoiler, but we already mentioned it last episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Number three. <laughs> we double once again from six to 12. We started at 3%, then Serpent doubled us to six. Then at 12% of utilitarians on people's lists, mm-hmm. in third place, our bronze medalist was Shifting Memory of Ages. No arguments for me. One of That's the two utility characters yep. that came in Jagged Earth. Shifting Memory. A character that can give out elements Mm -hmm. very consistently and any element that you want, which is always great. Usually characters who do this well can give you any element, but you'll see a lot of power cards in the game where it's like, oh, if you pick yeah. an element, another character can get the same one. So it's like, oh, okay. Elements of Boon is great because That's you can just pick exactly any three. What it it's does, great. Yeah. But it's like strings attached kind of elements. Maybe you can get a lot of a certain kind, or maybe you can get double up on one. Here it's pretty cool because it can be like, hey, what do you need? I'll start banking that one and give it to you. you I know? need a lot of fire. Okay, I'll start right. getting fire for you. Right. Or I honestly really like a selfish shifting memory where Ooh. you just give it all to yourself. Okay. 
because you can find your own majors and be like, bam, get the elements for my own majors, which is really nice. My big thing with memory, and if I'm ever playing with one, mm-hmm. I love that I can gain majors and not have to focus. Honestly, that's the big one. That's my big one. For me, that's elements the big cool. one. Elements are great. Elements are great. Love that's like a seasoning yeah. that could really get just enough for a character here, just enough yeah, for a character cool. I there. triggered this innate. Thank but you. getting a major without having to forget something. Game changer. I don't have to lose what I am. I don't mm-hmm. have to lose my identity. May I have picked right. up great cards? I don't want to lose them, but then I'm being gifted this amazing mm. major. Yeah. I love oh, that part great. of it. It's so memory. simple. And Serpent can do that as well, but sure. memory can do less things than Serpent can, but memory can do those things more consistently. Definitely. So I think that definitely has some salience That's here. probably why they beat out Serpent. Right. Also, you will get memory if you buy Jagger or Serpent. You have to chase down in a promotional well, pack. Good luck well. with that. So, so those are hard to find. Unfortunately. But anyway, I definitely totally am fine with having memory at third place. Yeah. Then, not double, but triple from 12% to 33%. Not like perfectly triple, but almost triple. Very near. At 33% are silver medalist. Fractured days I'm mad. split the sky. I'm really? mad. Yeah. I'm mad. I wanted them one. I'll say it. You wanted them one. <laughs> I hey, wanted them close. number it one. It was close. Close. They are all utility. They oh, almost are only utility. Pegged. Both the names. Card. Special rules. It's all utility. They are manipulating time. The yes. invader deck. The event deck. If you have them in play, card you have plays, card plays. Card. Repeating your own <laughs> stuff. It's phenomenal. Resolving cards at different speeds. Yes. Getting them back. Oh, you can look at the banker board and do stuff there like it's we just incredible. described. It's crazy. You have so many cheat codes that you can apply. You got it's freaking great. second! Second <laughs> hey, place! Any consolation, first place was 36%. Okay. Fracture got 33 So this one was very can, There's like a few votes. Yeah, this totally makes sense. Fracture being this high. You know, Fracture deserved either first or second and they got the that silver was, medal by 3%. That was my Fracture was the other mm-hmm. Jagged Earth utilitarian. Shifting Memory I think is a little bit better for for actual board game state majors and minors that they're using. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that Fractured, who is a little bit less involved with the board game state, is higher on the utility rating because they can just do so many things. It's crazy. It's phenomenal. It is very much a thinky spirit. Mm-hmm. So oh my goodness, Be prepared yes. to just be staring at your board and just thinking mm-hmm. for a while. <laughs> just, yep. like, just having a look. You know, yep, and it takes a while. I remember Laura was like, um, okay, you guys do your thing. I'll just uh, I'll just chime in when I can. Didn't she talk about one time she had like a panic attack? She's like, I just can't play this today. Right, right, <laughs> I'm like, right. oh, sorry, baby. It was hilarious. <laughs> when I was playing with Josh, remember when we were talking oh, in episode yeah. 20, he was Earth, I was fractured. Like, the difference. That was a phenomenal game. That's why like, that Defend 3 is another reason why it's right. always so good, always having Seriously, it. Seriously, yeah. yes, because hey, guess what? When I repeat a invader action here, it's still Defend 3 it's there, amazing. baby. Yep. So it it was great. Fracture can do some just silly stuff, man. It's phenomenal. It's crazy. Some of the most play fun gift to proliferation. Reclaim it. Play right, it again. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's great. So speaking of gift to proliferation, oh, oh. number one, our gold medalist, get wrecked. No, on. no, no, get no. Wrecked. I'm so it's mad. Green. No, it's one card. Red of ramping green. One baby. card gets in. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Gift of proliferation will easily always be the I'm freaking so mad. It's so get wrecked. It's so good. I hate it. <laughs> oh, you love it. Fracture's you know like you I'm everything. I'm all utility. I love how like just like you're saying, green has one thing. It's just plays one card. Fractured memory serpent, literally doing everything else. I can give you speed changes. I can give you energy. It's I can like give you magic power 
boom, boom, I boom. I can give you cards. They're major power cards. I can tell you where the invaders are going. I, I can, can tell you what event's coming up. Nope, none of it matters. Ugh. Throw it all away. <laughs> give me one <laughs> extra presence. That is it. You can't measure what... Oh, my The benefits. Gosh. You can't measure that. No, you can't. You literally can't. Right. It's give it to Wildfire. That means more damage. And then it Give it to give... someone who has a bad energy track. They're actually playable now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh. You can get this a little bit faster. You can play this extra right. card. You can get give this innate. Give it to Earth. That equates to defense. Give it to Vengeance. That means that they can die, get more disease out You're there. You're playing the game one turn ahead. Yes. From then on out. Right. One oh. turn ahead. Right. It, it can't be measured. You really cannot quantify how freaking good it is, but you can it's one presence, guarantee it's one presence. that it will be useful. Because guess what? Their reclaim loop is not that bad. No. So they, they're like, oh, I'll play this again. Green is one of the best reclaim loops. Yes, because so we you're always Brand- growing! <laughs> when we were playing Brandenburg Prussia, green in like the last four turns, reclaim, 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 reclaim. <laughs> gift, <laughs> gift, 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 gift. Burn, and baby, one, burn. And wildfire was just... <laughs> Just and it wants to go crazy. Yeah. It won us the game yeah. being able to have Gift of Proliferation play card. every single turn. It card. is just stupid good. It's a good card. And it will always be <laughs> stupid good. Like, you can't design a more utility spirit until Green's is like, nope. <laughs> no, it's hilarious because the thing is, you want to make characters different. You want to make sure. them unique, right? Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're going to spam someone that's utility. We're going to have so many Pegged. characters completely wrap themselves around utility, yeah. but we're not going to have them do a Green just because we want them to be different. And yet it's still hilarious how <laughs> Green just has one thing one that thing. they do, and yet it's still so good. leagues better than so, so many. Things. And it's not that all those other things don't have value because they really do but it's just like Boon of Vigor remember Boon of Vigor <laughs> that's cool <laughs> but the thing about Gift of Proliferation is regardless of the context regardless of who regardless of when regardless of what it is always the best always good to grow those other things are great but is it always as good as Gift of Proliferation mm. not really because <laughs> the thing is, is Gift of Proliferation is both flexible and and awesome. Like, the depth of value and the width of value yes. is just, like, the best. It's like that one meme with, like, that one samurai guy who's like, watch how easily I steal this win. Like, <laughs> Basically. Because so, I'm like, Fractured's getting all these yeah. votes. 33%. Nice. Yep. And, you know, fair's fair. 3%. Al was close. It was 36% close. to 33%. Handful of votes. Yeah. Real yep. close. So, you know, we're joking here. Yes, Green got very high on defense. And Green, of all things, got number one, one on utility. utility. Wow. Right, that's just people's opinions. But think about it this way, too. Fractured and Green have fantastic synergy with mm-hmm. other people. But when you think synergy, Green is like, can I synergize with everyone? everyone? Yeah. How many people does Green synergize I with? I can't Gary think of one they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone! <laughs> it is. It's everyone. So, yeah. And Green is it, doing so much, and it's all helpful. Mm-hmm. And this poll came out before our episode where you talked about because you right. picked Green as your right. utility. So it's not like you're... Swaying mm-hmm. people's opinions. This was before our episode mm-hmm. aired. So people Who was going. Laura's utilitarian? Ocean or something? It was Ocean. <laughs> the Ocean's title boon! Hey, top five! Yeah, <laughs> they made it to the top five. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, jokes aside, green and fractured. It could have gone to either. Sure. It really Point honestly yeah. could. Both of them deserve gold and silver. So if it's they, just funny. It's just funny right, to yell no, about. It is, it's it's funny to yell about. It is fun. If they tied, you would have heard no complaints from me. Mm-hmm. So once again, the utilitarians, when it comes to everyone's votes, 3% of all the people out there had River or Lightning or Stone or Ocean or Bringer as their utilitarian. 
6% of people had Serpent on their team. 12% of people had Memory. 33% had Fractured and 36 had Green. Mm -hmm. So that definitely makes sense to me. And so that is the final category. Wow. Wow. This data is insane. So looking at the number one, the gold medalists. Yo, yeah, give us the new team. Give us the top five team. The top team is Wildfire, Finder, Bringer, Stone, and Green. Strong team. Yep. And so Fractured almost made it at the number one. Green almost made it for number one with defense. So I was very close. You made a prediction. And Thunderspeaker also made second place. Because you thought it was going to be Thunderspeaker, Finder, Bringer, Green, and Fractured. The only time I was wrong is when the person who I thought would get gold got silver. silver. Yeah. (laughs) But it is interesting. I did not think Green was going to get utility. Yeah. I had no way thought Wildfire was going to get offense, Mm -hmm. number one. No way. I didn't think they were going to get number one i honestly didn't i agree with it heck they were number oh, yeah. one for they, mine they were your vote but i didn't sure. think they were going to be that publicly loved which is totally fine yeah all the hey, better for it another thing is all the people who would have voted for thunder speaker maybe not all of them saw the vote you know they didn't uh, see the survey sure that's true how many people in the spirit island community saw this poll probably not all of them this is just the votes of the people who did see it so that's true this list is less of the whole community's opinion and more about the people who are our listeners or happened to see this poll or both so well, or like plugged into the community so i value their opinion Mm -hmm. for sure right on i really didn't foresee the all-star series being a three episode thing (laughs) we didn't either i kind of thought it might have been just like one off honestly Uh, yeah but here we are the exact same thing happened with the fun five yeah i thought we just like go through our teams and then go to the comments and just like right 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 but the dad is so interesting isn't it i know i know and seriously it is so i can't wait to get into all y'all's comments next time but don't worry this isn't a problem the whole being three episodes thing not a problem it's just fun to oh, like comments is some of our favorite parts of oh, doing yeah. these no episodes. it's just you gotta understand the context as content creators we have a recording schedule and yeah. we schedule out time and whatnot because you know we have a whole real life thing to get around <laughs> here this pesky full-time job no we only play spirit <laughs> island that's it <laughs> and so you know we have to schedule things and whatnot and like boy in the schedule we were gonna like knock this off and like one episode <laughs> which is fine we'll adjust three weeks month, later so. anyway i can't wait to get to all yours so until that time we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip peace out thank you for listening to this episode of the kindred spirit podcast we appreciate you taking the time to do so feel free to visit us on our instagram and facebook page you can find me on our facebook page at the kindred spirit podcast To get a hold of John, check out our Instagram page at thekSP123. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you in future episodes.